Hello, 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 hello. I spent a while, y'all. It's been a good little minute. My bad. My bad, guys. I've been taking care of my children and taking care of my family and traveling. I got a lot of episodes for you guys, so don't worry. Your girl ain't forgot about y'all. But today, I just wanted to stop and record this new one because this one, I just feel like I want to encourage anybody who literally feels like you're tired of dating. If that's you and you're like, Faye, I am so tired of dating. It's so frustrating. This is so hard. This is seeming impossible. I just want to give up. If that is you, this is your episode, okay? And if you have a friend who has said something like this or whom has, you know, you can see that frustration on them, share this episode with them. You want to know why? Because... You cannot faint in well-doing. What you have to do is push pause. You have to push pause. And we're going to get into more steps that can help you get out the valley of dating, okay? And so, if you've ever said you're tired of dating, if you literally ever said you're so tired of the dating world that you're frustrated that you don't get any dates, you're frustrated that no one ever asks you out, you're always like the one that's the friend of the one who gets to date. <laughs> or you get ghosted by people, people ghosting you. Yes, ghosting happens in Christian dating. We need to do better, Christians, because you need to be a man or a woman of your word and speak up and tell the truth. That's a whole nother conversation. Keep going. And when you're going through this situation, it can be so depressing. It can cause so much anxiety. It can make you feel like, like hopeless. It can make you feel like, will I ever get married? Will someone ever see me? What is wrong with me that no one ever wants to date me? You see, I remember when I was dating before I got married, right? This was way before I got married too. I remember feeling that same way where I was like, I am so sick and tired of this, this stupid like, like, like game. Why does dating have to be so hard? Why can't it just be just black and white, just simple? It cannot be black and white and simple because we are human. When you're dealing with humans, you're dealing with sin. And even in Christian dating, Sin pops up. It may not be like the the outright in your face type stuff, but you're dealing with heart stuff. You're dealing with mentalities. You're dealing with upbringings, cultural traditions. You're dealing with all these things and you're trying to reconcile it and you're trying to walk in purity, but at the same time, be open to a person possibly becoming your spouse or whatever. And so I remember feeling like, man, I'll never get a date. No one would ever want me. Who would ever want me? And to compound the pressure, I was a single mom. I had a kid. And so I was like, ain't no one really going to want to date me. I got your girl got a kid out here. And so I literally just checked out. I was like, I'm going to get my money. I'm going to make disciples. I'm going to be a great mother. And that's what I did. I remember when I made the decision that I was not going to continue to fight and be depressed and allow dating to cause me anxiety and allow myself just to go through such like it's tormenting to your soul. Allow myself just to be so broken down from feeling like I'm nothing, feeling like I'm not seen, feeling like I'm not heard, feeling like like no one would ever choose me. I got so tired of that. And it wasn't until I got to that moment that I ran to the father. And so first step. If you are this person, you're tired of dating. I need you to stop everything. Stop communicating with any any boy in any any situation. All communication must stop between you and the person you you like or the person you're talking to, quote unquote. Um, and you need to go to the father. 
This literally is the Lord calling you to a place of consecration. You're like, Faye, what? Yes, I'm here to tell you. When you are hitting this brick wall and hitting the brick wall after brick wall, you're getting ghosted. You're getting taken advantage of. You're getting people playing with your head. You're getting people who, who one day they're hot, one day they're cold. That's because you need to go to the Father. Number one, I need you to shut off any type of dating. Get off the dating market. Because it's time, it's time for you to go to the Father and allow Him to do that work in your heart. There's a work that has to be done in your heart because your heart's taking so much, so many hits. It's taking so much battering. It's literally like going through a lot. Like even in our Christian world of dating, like dating sucks in this day. <laughs> and to compile it, we're trying to do it in the godly fashion. And there's no scriptures, black and white, that's telling you exactly how to do that. It's really hard sometimes. And so you found yourself and you're, you are very um, tired and de even depressed. You need to go before the father and you need to cry out to him. Tell him the full honest truth. I need you to strip yourself of all pride, all feeling like you can't be open and vulnerable before the father because you don't want to disrespect him. You don't want to say nothing crazy. When I was in that moment... I stopped talking to anybody that I was talking to at that moment. I completely cut off all communications with the opposite sex, that person I was trying to date, because I was constantly finding myself in the same same situation, getting ghosted. People telling me, Faye, it's not you, it's me. People saying, you're a great girl, but you're just too strong for me. You're too loud for me. You're too this, you're too that. And I'm like, no, I will not allow this to like, like, like break me down. I will not allow those things that... The, the guys didn't mean for those things to hurt my heart. But the fact that I was constantly hearing people tell me, you're too much for me. You're too strong. You're too loud. You're too that. You're too that. It was literally making me feel some type of way. I'm like, dang, God, like what's wrong with me? And even when I was dating back in the day, they had this little standard, right? The standard was this, the, the, the Proverbs 31 woman, she was quiet and modest. and all, We were being taught all these things. And I'm not quiet. I don't know if you can tell or not, but I talk a whole lot. I'm not quiet. So I was like, I, I, I can't not be myself. So if not, if not being myself, being inauthentic to who God made me to be is the only way I can get a husband, I might as well just be done with it. And so I literally like shut down all communications with the guy I was talking to. He ghosts me anyways, which is cool. If you out there, it's all good. I appreciate you. <laughs> I'm just playing y'all. But I shut down all communication. I got before the father. I repented for idolatry. And this might not be you, but I'm hundred. I'm about 99% sure that if you are gunning so hard after marriage and dating, idolatry somewhere sitting around. So I had to repent before the father. Went to the father. I repented for idolatry, for coveting. Uh, my my sister's husbands or my sister's boyfriends. A lot of times you look at other couples and you're like, oh my goodness, like why? When would that be me? When would I get the boo? When would I get a Valentine's? When would I be the person who has someone who loves me? Coveting, you gotta be very careful. It's one thing to you know admire, but it's a whole different level when you're coveting. I had to repent for not only idolatry, but I had to repent for coveting and envy. Had to repent for jealousy. Had to repent for a lot of different things. Pride, let's put that in there. Had to repent for lust. Uh, because when you're in that in that that mindset, when you're at the point where you're like, I'm so sick of dating, a lot of times it's because you've already in your mind and your soul 
decided who you're going to marry, what he's going to look like, what you want. You literally have ironed that thing out in your head and you begin to fantasize about it so hard that it's literally become an idol. And you got to take that thing and submit it before the father, give him lordship over that part of your life. Or you will, you will find yourself just like Sarah, just like Sarah in the Bible. When God promised Abraham and, and Sarah a son, they tried to do it in their own will, in their own might, and they ended up with an Ishmael. One thing I want to tell you right here, right now, there's something a whole lot worse than waiting on the Lord for a spouse. You want to know what that is? Hmm? Do you want to know what that is, girl? What that is, is that the thing that's a whole lot worse than waiting on the Lord is wishing you had waited. Wishing you had waited on the Lord because it's nothing worse than picking the wrong spouse and living out the rest of your days, either as a divorcee or in a terrible, horrible, hard marriage. And glory be to God, your girl, Faye, right here. I did that. I picked out the man I wanted. I went for him too. He looked good, smelled good. I thought he was it. And so I was like, hey, it is what it is. Whoop, whoop, let's go. And I ended up with this guy. He was great. He was a great boyfriend. We ended up having sexual sin, getting pregnant. I ended up homeless. But even in that, that was God's grace. Want to know why? Because I could have been married to him. I could have missed out on the family that I have now. I have a beautiful family, four children now, a husband who adores me, who loves me and washes me in the word of the Lord. What if the Lord would have been like, Faith, you picked it and so is yours. Living my life in just a horrible relationship. Not to say that I, I don't know how the relationship would have turned out, but I know looking at my life now, looking back, hindsight is always 2020. I know for a fact I would have been unequally yoked with a person that's now the, the father of my child, but he wasn't for me. That was me picking. You gotta give God lordship. Like I tell my tell my girls I disciple, I'm like, listen, you have to be willing to live in the tensions of life. What do you mean, Faye? I'm glad you asked. Now, take your fist, ball it up tight as you can. Mm, ball it up, girl, ball it up. Ball your fist up tight as you can. You see how that hurts? You can't be closed off. You can't be so set in your ways. Keep balling it up. Keep, 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 keep putting that, putting that friction, put that pressure. Put, keep, keep balling your fingers up tight as you can. You cannot live closed off. And only, like, this is the only way it's going to work. If this man don't look like this, if he don't have this much money, if he's not this type of authority in the church or whatever you think you're supposed to have, you can't be so set on what you want. And on the part, relax your hand. You can't be so relaxed. Let your hand just flop. Loosey goosey. You cannot be just loosey goosey, baby. You got to put up a fight. Now I want you to extend your fingers. Extend your fingers as hard as you can. Ugh. That's where you have to live. In the tensions of life, God, I don't understand. God, I know what I want. I know what, what, what you told me. You told me I'd be married one day. I know my heart's desire, God. But Lord, it's not happening. I don't understand it. I don't get it. God, help me. You must live in that tension. Trust the Lord's Lordship over your life. Because I'm telling you, his plan is so much greater than what you could ever think, what you can ever imagine, what you could have ever hoped for. I'm here to tell you that if you are tired of dating, it's time for a dating sabbatical. It's time for you to enter into a year of consecration. 
Because I'm pretty sure if you're in this space that you're tired of dating, you have lost yourself. You probably have low self-esteem because now you're depressed because you feel like nobody wants you. You need to go let the Lord heal those wounds, heal your heart. You need to go let the Lord deliver you and set you free and heal you from rejection. Right now, I break the power and the spirit of rejection off your life. Now, in the name of Jesus, I uproot every word curse spoken, every word of negativity, word that you're not enough, word that you are not qualified to be anybody's wife, words that you'll never get married, words that you've spoken that you'll stay single and you're just going to die with a million cats. I break it off your life now in the name of Jesus. I break off your life that you're nothing unless you get married, that you're nothing unless you have a man or a spouse in your life. I break that off your life now because your identity is found in Christ and that's where your identity lives. It's not in a relationship. It's not in marriage. I break that off for you now in the name of Jesus. I break off the spirit that's causing you to squander your singleness. We cannot continue to live in the future and miss out on our present. You're presently single and you're single by design. And you need to figure out, God, what's the design of my singleness? Why do you have me single, Father? And he will tell you. You are single because I need you to fulfill X, Y, Z. You need to get before the Father. You need to allow him to heal you, to refresh you, to get you in a place where your heart's able to receive, where you're not walking in self-pity and hurt and you are fully healed and made whole. I now pray in the name of Jesus that you will be made whole, that you will be healed, that you will even now feel Holy Spirit, just come and just saturate you with just his presence, oh God. Lord, I even pray now that you just would send mighty healing angels to begin to minister to my sister now in the name of Jesus. Because God's got so much more for you and you can't miss it because you're depressed, because you're broken, because you want to give up, because you feel like a failure. You will not give up on marriage, okay? Number one, you will not give up on yourself. You will not continue to degrade and beat yourself down. You will get back before the Father, get into your word, get into community with other like-minded sisters who can hold you accountable. You will get out of isolation because you got to understand if you are isolated, you are literally prime stake for the enemy. He's coming for you. He's coming to consume you, to destroy you. And you need to get around accountability, around community that can help you get connected. And while we're there, guys, I am going to put together a Christian dating community where I'm going to help you. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to disciple and mentor you. I'm going to pour into you to help you become that godly wife God wants you to become. Some of y'all are just like me. You've given up on marriage. You've given up on what God's literally told you it's for you because you feel like you're not enough. You feel like no one will ever want you. You feel like you're not qualified, but I'm here to tell you you are qualified and whatever God has spoken, God will fulfill. You just have to do your part and your part is to allow him to heal you, allow him to pour into you, get in your word, get very connected, very close in accountability and community. So we're going to build a community on this thing. Okay. I am just so thankful that God's allowed me to touch 25 countries. I've literally been able to touch and speak to over 25 countries. And so we're going to build this thing out where I'm going to literally help you become a wife. What does that mean to be a wife? What does that mean to be a godly wife? What does that mean to be a mother? 
What does that mean to prepare while I'm single to walk into this new call, this new season of my life? I'm glad you asked. I'm going to help you get healed. We're going to deal with rejection. We're going to deal with that suicidal spirit that be on some of y'all. We're going to deal with anxiety. We're going to deal with idolatry, y'all. This is going to be so amazing. I hope y'all is ready. But if this is you, you are a person who said you are so tired of dating. Be encouraged, okay? Be encouraged. Hold your head up and shake yourself off. Get up, okay? Cut off all communication with whoever... Whoever it is, if y'all been talking off and on, hot and cold, you don't really know if he wants you. You know, you know how people be playing with people sometimes. If this is you, cut it off. Complete cut off. Delete the text message thread. Okay? When he texts you back, I need his number blocked. Because this is a season of consecration. Meaning separation. Get by yourself. Allow the Lord to heal you. Allow him to get you whole and ready for that future man. For that future husband, you say you want a husband who whole, who this, who that, who got his money together. Do you got your money together? Do you got your mind together? Are your emotions in check? You got too much work to do to be sitting around worried about someone who's not worried about you. If this person not trying to date you, if he's leading you on and he's saying one thing, doing another, he's hot and he's cold, he's not the one, baby. It's that simple. He's not the one. I know you may have thought this could be your one, but he ain't the one. He's clearly letting you know what's up. And so accept what he's saying to you. And I'm not talking about just what he's saying from his mouth. What is his action saying to you? And whatever those actions are saying, you follow accordingly. Because one thing I don't want you to do is play yourself. The worst deception is self-deception. So I need you to get up, shake yourself off. You're too cute for that. Wipe those tears off your eyes. Get into consecration, accountability, and community. And I will see y'all later. I love y'all so much. Y'all take care.